We have to see what it went for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, it, it is it is crazy to think how long some of those shows have been, and just indies in general. I think have have always had a bit of a history sometimes of like their shows running long and, and weird pacing, and you know, you, you get you get some that are pretty compact. Like I feel pretty lucky, like with AAW here in Chicago, their shows are usually pretty um, pretty tight. Um, okay. and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you've got shimmer, uh, you know, oh, yeah. or, or even when rise was running. And the funny thing is, is when rise was running, you get rise on Friday night, you get yeah. two shimmer shows Saturday and two shimmer shows Sunday. Right. And so you're, you're literally looking at like probably 20 hours of wrestling. Um, and, and, and more than that, like, driving there, you know, getting in the building, you know, getting home, all that sort of stuff. Like it was, it was intense. Those, those weekends. And I did like, you know, probably like four of those. Um, and, and, uh, where I went to the whole week, no, I guess maybe I only did three where I did the whole weekend. Uh, Some of them, I don't know that I did that. I think maybe I, I skipped a show or something, but, um, yeah, I mean, doing the whole weekend was an endurance test because Friday night, you're there for the rise show, which is, you know, probably going to be like four hours. And then you're there for like, you know, and, and Dave in his defense would certainly try to get those shows to be three hours or sub three hours, especially the Sunday shows. Right. It's funny. If you look at like the Sunday volumes in particular, they, they tended to run a little shorter, but, yeah, makes um, sense. but yeah, even like PWG, like some of their shows are insanely long. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, you get like the, the DVD or the Blu-ray and those shows are probably going to be like, you know, three and a half hours. And those are with cuts because they cut out all the entrances because they don't have the rights for the entrances. Oh, that's right. That's right. So yeah. like, so like you got to think if you had the entrances and, you know, any of the other stuff, intermission, all that sort of stuff, like some, some of those shows are probably pushing like five hours on occasion. Oh, definitely. So, that's, yeah. that's a lot. That's a it's lot. crazy. Well, whereas, you know, I'm more used to Chikara where they would, as a, as a point, try to aim for two and a half hours. Cause that's what quack always saw as like the perfect link with I completely agree. It's like, yeah. you're not burnt out, but you're still, you know, in it and you're just like, all right, I got my money's worth, but I'm not, you know, exhausted. Right. Yeah, I, I like that. Well, and I think one of the things too, that's, you know, that I saw, I, and I don't want to like, say that it's always like that. I mean, there are certainly, you know, PWG shows out there that are probably, you know, sub three hours right at that three hour mark. And there's certainly some shimmer shows that have run sub three hours, but for the most part, you know, especially attending in person, yeah, the time sync, you know, is greater than even just the length of the show. Um, And, and, and there are times when I think part of it is this, which is great. And I think if the promoters got the money and there's the demand, get as many wrestlers on the card as possible. And as a fan, I think it's wonderful that they're not necessarily sacrificing, you know, match time just because they want to keep the show short, but they want to stuff all these wrestlers on the card. You know, I would rather them, you know, I'd rather they go out there and have 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, your main event can go, you know, 20 plus if need be. Um, and certainly depending on the organization and depending on the talent in the main event, I'm all for, you know, having a, a main event go 30 plus minutes, but anyway, that's neither here nor there because this is roll up <laughs> the official Phil Singer games podcast. And, um, got another little impromptu cold open there for you. Todd and I just shooting the breeze here about the length of independent wrestling cards. Um, happy holidays, everyone. 
we we have a, a holiday themed episode this week, um, mostly because the initial thought is that we were going to be recording some FTR stuff, um, but we decided to push that back until next week uh, and, and move our, our holiday stuff up uh, a week, which gives you even more time to enjoy the the brilliance and joy of the holidays. That's right. Um, <laughs> So we're gonna have fun on this episode. We, we've got uh, some some special presents in store, all wrapped up and under the tree for later. Uh, but first of all, uh, my name is Sam Fain, and I'm a co-host here at Roll Up, and I'm joined, of course, by Todd Gershel. Todd, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, glad to be here for uh, get, starting getting in the, uh, the holiday spirit here. Yeah, absolutely. And in addition to that. We are in the home stretch of, of teasers for new releases, for the holiday yep. releases. Um, so let's just start right there, actually. Uh, what's the news from FedHQ? Um, can, you, can you give us the updates on you know, potential shipping and sure. you know, printing yeah. all that jazz? Tell us what's going on. Yeah, so I know some stuff has been printed already, uh, and uh, uh, I should be getting it uh, middle part of this week. Unfortunately, I have a business trip. For my Clark Kent job, as Mike and I like to call it, uh, so I'll be out the middle of the week there, so won't be able to get around right away. But we are still waiting for the printing of the Ringside Companion to be done. Uh, you know, just a you know, it's it's a long process with the Ringside Companion. Uh, you know, getting through that all, so it's taking a little bit longer than the rest of the stuff there. We're still hoping to ship out everything together um, next weekend, uh, so that you know the the by. Sunday, uh, the 19th, we should have, you know, at least at the minimum, all the regular sets sent out to everybody. And I'm hoping the ringside companions with it. If not, then uh, the ringside companions will soon will follow soon thereafter. But at least we want to get all the sets out to everybody. Uh, I expressed I expect uh, expect everybody who did express will definitely have them before Christmas. Everyone with priority should have them before Christmas, you know, barring some type of vortex in New Jersey, uh, which has <laughs> occasionally been known to happen. Uh, and then people with uh, the first class, you know, hopefully you can still get it before Christmas. If not, then, you know, I expect everybody at least to get it, you know, before the uh, end of the, the year. And then, you know, our folks uh, overseas, I don't know. We'll see how close, how how long it takes to get over there. But the, uh, the, the idea is we'll try to get everything in the hands of the United States Postal Service by the 19th. So I'm hoping, you know, by like, you know, the 21st, people will start uh, getting it in, the, in their mailboxes is my hope. That's awesome. I can't wait. I think, uh, you know, there's there's a lot to be excited for. And the Ringside Companion in particular is is something that, you know, people are really looking forward to. Of course, the announcement was made on Uncharted Territory that we will indeed be getting a volume two uh, of the Ringside Companion next year, which will contain uh, all of the indie matches and, uh, you know, other game charts and that sort of stuff, which is not going to be in this uh, particular um, Ringside Companion. Um, You know, having seen uh, an earlier, not the final, but, 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 you know, close to finalish version, I would guess, a uh, draft of the handbook, um, you know, promoters are in for a treat. There's some really cool stuff in there. Uh, yeah. some of the, some of the new stuff, uh, it's just awesome. The, the, the wonderful thing about this handbook is in spite of, or companion rather is in spite of there being a volume two coming, this one just genuinely feels like everything you need to really just, you know, run your fed and have one book to do it with, you know, minus the game charts, obviously. So, um, 
it's going to be it's going to be really cool and and I think an essential reference tome for anyone uh, who plays the game, whether it's tabletop or online. Quite frankly, I mean that's the other thing too is it's like I think online players are going to benefit from having this as well because now you've just got one book to go to instead of having to you know look through multiple companions or multiple you know booklets for match types or, or whatnot. So uh, super cool. Glad that 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 has seen the light of day and thrilled that we're going to be getting another one down the road. Um, of course, we've got, you know, teasers still coming out and, and our most recent teasers. Uh, we'll just start uh, right off at the top with our Legends of Wrestling teasers, uh, which the most recent one was, of course, PG-13, JC Ice and Wolfie D. Uh, just I, I'm, I'm thrilled to have these guys in color. I, I think that... Um, and they're thrilled, too. They've been asking yeah. for it. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Um, and, and I think that, you know on the boards that, you know, there, there's been a couple uh, uh, of tepid responses and a couple of people questioning their value as far as, you know, legends of wrestling. Um, and, and, and that to me, the, the exception, not the rule, most people are very excited for it um, and, and looking forward to having them in color. Um, but, but to the people that have maybe had a bit of a tepid response or not necessarily considered them to be legends, you know, I will just reiterate what I wrote in the teaser. I mean, these guys were the last, you know, great tag team of the Memphis territory. And when the USWA was winding down, there were still great teams coming through and there, there were still, you know, great angles that were being run. And PG 13 was right in the middle of, of all of that. You know, they held the tag team title 16 times, um, you know, and, and not just in reigns, but you look at the length of time that they held the titles longer than anybody else. Um, you know, they were, they were beating the moon dogs. Um, you know, they were beating Lawler and whoever, you know, he was partnering with, they were beating, you know, Bill Dundee, who was actually, you know, also JCI's father. So I, I think that, uh, the, the unfortunate side effect of, you know, USWA in the nineties, not necessarily being quite the, you know, the, the, the quality that the promotion had experienced, especially in the early eighties. Um, it, it, people tend to not necessarily look at it in the same light, but as far as I'm concerned, if you just look at the talent that was working there, the talent that, you know, Vince was sending down from the WWF on occasion, the talent that Paul was sending from ECW, um, you know, were there some goofy gimmicks? Yeah, there were some goofy gimmicks, but there was also some really great wrestling. And there's no doubt that, that JC Ice and Wolfie D uh, were, were integral to that and, and certainly qualify as, you know, as, as legends in, in the Memphis territory. Um, and I'm, I, for one, I'm super excited to add them because I think that the other thing that's great about this tag team in particular is that they fill uh, for, you know, for your bigger feds, they certainly fill kind of like a mid card, you know, or upper mid card tag team role um, that you might be looking, you know, you might be looking to fill for whatever reason, um, especially in a game that can be dominated by road warriors and midnight expresses and you know etc so i i for one am thrilled to have them and really looking forward to getting those color cards and, and adding them to my fed yeah no i, I really and i really like how it came out you know getting getting the whole hubcap thing in there which i you know, know is a you know a nice a nice uh, uh piece there too um yeah so I, it's great to have these guys in there i think a lot of people were asking for them before this was kind of like i i think many people assumed this was going to be the prime 
tag team. Sure. Uh, right. Yeah. So there really no surprises there, but yeah, you know, you know, we definitely wanted to get them in there. I know, uh, you know, Travis has been in, in touch with them and, you know, they were really looking forward uh, to, to being in there. So yeah. I think especially Wolfie, I think is the one he's most in touch with. So. Right, Cause he's, uh, he's played the game before, I believe. Yes, he has. Yeah. 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 So we are very glad to get him in there and uh, yeah, look at all. Uh, we can print it up. I'll make sure to get some copies out to them and uh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah great addition there and uh, is that and, and another great tag team i mean this right. you know, how many how many great how many tag teams do we have in this you know release now it's, it's fantastic yeah yeah well you know the one thing that was cool about the territory in general is that you know the the entire roster uh, at one time or another of this of this particular set uh you know held i i believe i hope i'm not misspeaking but i'm pretty sure the entire everyone in this set with maybe one or two exceptions held the tag team titles the Southern Tag Team titles in Memphis at one time or another, right? Because they like Dundee and yeah, Austin Idol, Austin Idol, the Dutch. I think was, I'm pretty he, sure he, Dutch did. Yeah, Dutch did the other one I was questioning was probably Brickhouse Brown. That's the only one I'm kind of questioning. Yeah, him and 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 honestly, one of the unannounced names uh, were were two that I that I wasn't 100 sure on. Um, oh no, no, I think both the unannounced names did. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so yeah, you know, and speaking of the unannounced names, you, you know, I, I just want to say this because it's been stated before and I think maybe it's flown a little under the radar for, for one reason or another. Uh, and it's always good to have the conversation. It's always so great to see the names that people are talking about because, you know, it clues you in sometimes to like, Oh, these are, you know, these, these are names that people really want. Uh, and there are obvious ones out there, of course, you know, obviously the, 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 the dream lists and that sort of stuff, but there are other names sometimes that you see and it's like, Oh, people want, that guy or, or oh i'm not as familiar with that guy i need to check you know check them out um but to measure expectations there are no more new names coming you know i know that some people are kind of like guessing you know some new names and you know and go shooting for the moon with names or that sort of stuff but but like just to the measure the expectations like at this point like the new names are out there Right. So, so, so the, you know, the names that are, that are coming, um, you know, I think people are going to be really happy with, and I think, you know, some people have certainly made some good guesses, uh, uh, on, sure. on the boards, but, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I just wanted to say that because, you know, sometimes I'll see posts and I'm just sort of like, didn't we say there were no more new names like two episodes ago? I, I don't know <laughs> if we actually ever did or it wasn't maybe emphasized, but yeah, no, I think that, yeah, that, that that's true. And, uh, you know, we just, we did just, you know, have another Legends teaser. Now I'll, we'll say we're recording this a little bit early ahead of time, but we have another Legends teaser uh, that came out on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and that was a name that I don't think any, I don't think anybody expected this one. You know, it's so funny you say that because literally about an hour before we started to record this episode, somebody, somebody absolutely guessed this. Thing. Oh, finally guessed it. Yeah. Okay. And I was, for somebody somebody say, I was like, yeah. I was like, Todd and I talked about this earlier, but nobody had really thrown it out there. And now here's somebody's throwing it out there. Um, yeah. And that's the one and only Lanny Poffo. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about and uh, I, I've saved some of the Mark James content um, from the last episode that w- once the, the cards are mailed and, you know, all the reveals have been done, uh, I'm going to drop that so that people can listen to the rest of his comments. But um, when we talked about Lanny, uh, you know, the impact that uh, the Pafos had on the Memphis territory um, was it was pretty unique because there weren't a lot of other sort of, you know, outlaw promotions that were able to, 
um, you know, run angles in the way that they, you know, ended up being invited to, you know, to come in by, by, by Jared Jarrett. Um, and, and both, you know, Randy and, and Lanny had success in Memphis. Um, and Lanny obviously was there longer, um, than even Randy was before, you know, he headed up North, but, um, yeah, just, I mean, just super cool, uh, to, to bring him in and have a, a Memphis card for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this, this is one that, you know, I definitely, I expected him more. I know his, his name has been tossed around a couple of times. And now when we were doing the Northeast set before, this is definitely somebody who was one of the possibilities, but there's just so many guys we want to do at that point. Uh, and then also now that we were, uh, you know, here is like, well, do we want to include him here? But, you know, he obviously had a big, you know, part in Memphis, uh, but maybe isn't best known for that. But I think in the end, you know, everyone wanted to get a, a Lanny card out and uh, it just kind of, it kind of fit with what we're looking to do. And there's that, or you can slot him into your Northeast promotion if you'd rather do that. Right. Yeah. Either, either way he'll, he'll fit, you know, in, in, in multiple slots. Uh, and, and again, you know, I mean, he's the type of guy that he was, he was around for, you know, 20 years working all over the place, you know, and, and working in WA territories, um, you know, even before, even really before his brother was. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a great name to have in color. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to see him included in this set, because again, I think that his time in Memphis was pretty memorable just for the circumstances of, you know, his entry. Uh, and, and the fact that, you know, he and, and, and Randy had feuds with, you know, rock and roll express and, uh, uh, and even, you know, the fabulous ones. So there's, yeah. uh, there's stuff, there's stuff to do. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, yeah. So yeah, bring him in with, with Randy. Now, again, we, you know, uh, I will say Randy is not one of the unannounced names. So you'd have to, you'd have to choose a more uh, different version as of right now, or if you have your own bootleg version of Memphis Randy uh, to go with him. But <laughs> right, right, right. Um, although he didn't wrestle that, much of a different style from no. his, you know, there's no like card, you know, strength of the right, 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 right. That's right. the only question, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool. And then of course we've got one more name coming, uh, that will be announced on Friday. And then the, uh, other two names in the set proper. Cause Lanny obviously is not a prime name. Lanny's yeah, in the set. Main set. Yeah. Friday we get a prime name and then we've got two unannounced names that people will see when they get their cards. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so well, yeah, we were, yeah, we won't spoil that one here. I'm sure uh Grant and the Phil Singer Games fan podcast on Friday will uh be revealing that. Hopefully Grant enjoys that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um the uh and then of course, not to be you know left out, we had our Indies Prime announcement, which brings all of the Indies. Uh, cards now uh, in in full view, uh, and that uh, are two names that I'm really excited to bring to the game. Two names that I feel like when they were signed um, a year ago, uh, I had no idea that they would grow as much as they've grown over the past year and that they would be in the spots that they find themselves now. And that um, are the names Thekla and Akari, which... I mentioned other boards that I could, I would be shocked if anyone were to guess those two names for the prime names. Uh, and uh, no one did. Um, and I'm betting that a lot of people that are listening right now aren't familiar with them or aren't as familiar with them, except for maybe, you know, a little research that they've done now. But I can certainly say that, you know, 
looking for some of their matches is well worth your time, uh, especially any of Akari's recent stuff. Um, she's just transformed so much and she's only two years into the business. Uh, and I think the work that she's doing right now is great. You know, it's on par. I mean, that, that's the thing that, that I, that I find so interesting sometimes is that, you know, the folks in Orlando have their beautiful performance center and they're running these people through and they've had people there that are sometimes there for, you know, three, four years. And you, you look at the quality of their work and you're just sort of like, how, like, how are you not awesome? You know, you, you, you're working at a state of the art facility with some incredible trainers and you've been there for like three or four years. And it's like, and, and as far as I'm concerned, some of the women that I've seen down there couldn't lace Akari's boots, you know, and here she is a Chilean woman, a young Chilean woman who's, you know, basically travels to Japan to get a start in Joshi wrestling over in Japan, gets stuck over there because of the pandemic and spends the past year just like learning so much and getting so much better. And if you look at her matches from like, you know, mid to late 2020 compared to now, it's, I mean, it's night and day. She's, she's really just grown as a talent and uh, uh, has, has really put on some, some damn good matches with the Pure J promotion where she holds the, uh, the Princess of Pro Wrestling title uh, currently. And, uh, and then Thekla is someone who just had, I mean, Akari as well. They both have incredible like visual styles and unique visual styles and presentations that they bring to the ring. Um, and Thekla, you know, she designs her own t-shirts or a ring gear, you know, so she's really kind of the total package in that respect. And she's someone that I feel like when I first saw her, I, I immediately, I was just like, Oh, she's good. Like, I, I think she's good. And, and now she's gotten even better. She was working with the ice ribbon promotion where she held their triangle championship for a while, which is a unique championship. It's only, defended in like, you know, three-way matches. Um, and uh, she she also had challenged for their top, top title on a couple of occasions. She had a pretty brutal uh, um, death match uh, with Riza Sarah, which was, uh, I believe this past spring, I want to say, is when that match took place. Um, and again, as someone that's just grown a lot. And recently, she, along with, I think, seven or eight other women, uh, all left ice ribbon to kind of go out on their own. And the interesting thing is, is right now, you know, Joshi wrestling is seeing kind of this weird transition because you have stardom, which is now owned by the same parent company that owns new Japan. And you have, you know, Tokyo Joshi pro, which at one point had been kind of the, you know, the challenger to stardom's, you know, throne, if you will. But I, you know, they've kind of, I, they, they've got incredible talents. This is not a knock on their talent, but just their placement in the scene, I don't think is as high as it once was. So you really have all of these other promotions kind of like fighting for, you know, the, the spotlight and, and, and like Sendai girls obviously is probably like, if you're looking for work rate is probably the best promotion, you know, going in Japan. Um, uh, you know, other than stardom, I mean, stardom is, is, is a weird beast, but uh, so it's really interesting to see these women decide to leave ice ribbon and, and see where they're going to wind up next. Um, but I think Thekla is the type of person that wherever she, wherever she lands, she's going to be awesome. Austrian born. Um, so obviously fits that international theme uh, and has spent the majority of her career uh, in Japan. So, um, you know, both uh, Akari and Thekla, uh, even though they're not from Japan, have wrestled almost exclusively in Japan, which is really interesting um, as well, because a lot of the other sort of uh, gaijin talent that's come in and, and to Yoshi promote, Joshi promotions, excuse me, um, 
you know, they're there for tours. Uh, right, right. They're there for, for, you know, six weeks and then they're gone. And then, you know, they come back six months later or something like that. And that's not a knock. I mean, obviously people like Tony Storm and, and, you know, B Priestley and Jamie Hayter and, and Jazzy, you know, they, they've all done incredible work, but, you know, to have people like Thekla and Akari, they're embedded, you know, they're, 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 they're living in Japan. They speak the language They're you know, they're, they're pretty, they're just incredible. And I, I'm grateful to have them in the game. Uh, and I think that, um, I think that people are going to enjoy their cards as well. I think that they kind of fill some, some cool spots uh, in the, uh, in the, in the, the promotion. And I think the artwork turned out incredible. Yeah, both I think both, cards. both the pieces of art are really great um, and very unique. Also, we both captured for both of them, some very recent hair uh, color changes as well. And yeah. incorporated that into there. Um, but yeah, I think they turned out great. And, you know, Thekla, very unique with the uh, upside down, art which uh you don't uh see too often there i think you know bring back uh some was it nightmare nikki i know from uh from murder madness, <laughs> from murder madness the, yeah. one of the few i remember off the top of my head so <laughs> but we saw that that uh that reference piece was like i think we, this one looks really neat we wanted to you know these ones yeah they're maybe not as well-known to American audiences, uh, but I think some names worth knowing, but we kind of wanted these to be some pretty, you know, visually stimulating uh, cards, you know, that make people want to use them if they're not as familiar uh, with the characters right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think that the art that, that, you know, that you selected in, you know, that we had talked about and, and then, you know, what, you know, what Warner did with the reference pieces uh, is, is just incredible and really, really hits that, you know, as far as, as being unique and, and, and eye catching. And I think that, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard from them yet. Uh, but, uh, I think that they'll both be very, very pleased. So, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, to, to getting their response as well. Uh, it's also worth noting that, uh, they've both, uh, when they, when they're not wrestling for their home promotions, which obviously Thecla has now left ice ribbon, but, uh, before that, whenever they would wrestle kind of freelance, um, which is something that's, you know, a little bit more prominent in Japan compared to, you know, over here, uh, they, they've tagged together a couple of times, which I thought was really right. interesting because I didn't necessarily know that that would be the case. Um, and then, and, and, and again, big shout out to Matt Charlton because both of these signings would not have been possible without Matt. Matt was the one who, who hooked me up with both of them. Um, you know, it's funny because when I spoke to Akari, uh, she hadn't done much at that point. You know, it was right. like, it was, it, it, it was kind of like I was getting her right at the very, very beginning. Uh, and so like, even when I was looking her up to do a little research just for my own, you know, my own personal uh, uh, peace of mind before I reached out to her to, to sign her to the game, I'm just sort of like, Wow, there's really there's really not much on her, <laughs> yeah. um, but but again, she's she's more than proven herself worthy um, of inclusion in this particular set, and and uh, and you know same goes for Thecla, and both of them were uh, you know super easy to work with and awesome. So um, thank them, thank Matt, and uh, I hope people enjoy them because I think that they're great additions to the game. Thank you, Matt. No, that's yeah. awesome. Okay, great to have uh, great to have someone who's so knowledgeable about the area and uh, you know helping us uh, get in contact. Uh, with uh, some folks uh, over there. That's great. So Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, he's, he's a good person, good human. Yep. So make sure you, if you haven't checked out uh, his J crown books, um, volume one, of course, covers the heavyweight titles uh, from Japan. And then uh, volume two is the junior heavyweight. And then also uh, covers the world of stardom title. And then uh, J crown volume three um, is coming out uh, imminently, I think just in the next couple of weeks, I haven't, I, you know, it's funny because, uh, this kind of happens every year around this time because he's produced, you know, all three books, you know, 
last year and the year before and now of course this year and uh we, we go from kind of exchanging messages you know once every couple of weeks or something like that to then there being you know from like the first of november until the first of january like no contact because he's like hunkered down finishing the books um so i haven't really spoken to him much lately but i'm looking forward to volume three uh and of course you can see all of his artwork uh and and get updates on when this stuff will be coming out over on twitter at shining wizard ds um on twitter is, is, is a great follow so if you've got the twitter go over there check it out because again he posts new artwork every single day um and uh, if you're a fan of of pro risu uh, or joshi wrestling in particular you're bound to see something you know super cool he's 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 done them all um and uh and like i said in, in addition to that he's a great person so um yep. but yeah but moving on then from the teasers uh before we get into the main event and unwrap our presence so to speak uh did you want to give an update on perennial 2022. Yeah, so I wanted to give a little bit of an update just so people can uh, block it on their schedule. Uh, so yes, we will be uh, back doing the perennial uh, virtual convention. Uh, I've been mentioning kind of late January, so it will be uh, Saturday, January 29th, and that is Royal Rumble Day. Uh, just so you know that the Royal Rumble is on a Saturday this year. The uh, you know, with the NFL schedule change, uh, you know, adding another game, it pushed the you know, AFC and NFC championships for the NFL to the 30th that Sunday. So, I don't think the uh, Royal Rumble wanted to go up against that, or maybe they did, maybe they just didn't care and they just wanted to do Saturday, more Saturday events, which they're definitely doing a lot this year. Uh, but anyway, it's gonna be a really huge weekend there, and uh, we wanted to add a little bit more to it. Um, so, yeah, we'll be doing our uh, perennial then. So uh, it will start 11 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time. Uh, so 11 to 3 will be tournaments. We'll have uh, some more details exactly what all those tournaments will be. But I think, you know, based on our most recent releases, I think you have a pretty good <laughs> shot what some of those ones might be. Uh, and then uh, we'll take a little break. And then uh, from 3.30... To 6.30 will be uh, the rest of our panels. Uh, we'll, 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 we will have a guest on, um, uh, and then we'll have our panels kind of with their announcements of what to expect coming up uh, for Phil Singer Games in the first half of the year. Uh, and then uh, we will have our championships from the perennial. We'll kind of wrap up uh, the rest of um, of the convention there and take you into right around this at right around six thirty. So right, uh, kind of head you right into the Royal Rumble time. And the one thing I will mention also, and we'll put we'll have a little bit more details coming up uh, soon. Um, if people want to host some type of a live get together around the perennial. Uh, you know, we're encouraging it. Obviously, you know, everybody, how they feel, you know, comfortable with, you know, being indoors around others and whatnot that, you know, that's up to you. But if anybody's interested in hosting and, you know, we, you know, can maybe get a couple of different areas going of people, uh, you know, different parts of the country, that would be awesome. Uh, I know I, I'm looking to maybe host something in the uh, Connecticut area as well. If anybody's up here in this area wants, uh, you know, to get together that day or, um, you know, any other part of the country, just let me know and we can see about setting some of those up. You know, we'll, when we have any of the tournaments going on, we'll make sure to bracket everybody there kind of together. 
Um, and then, you know, have everyone participate together in the uh, Q&A part. So trying something a little bit different uh, with this one, uh, but you know, figure it's a you know, good, good opportunity to, you know, for, for fan, Phil's uh, Games fans to kind of get together if they can uh, ahead of our big convention this summer when we expect a lot of people to be getting together. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fantastic. Um, and and I, I, I can't wait to see you know, what people, what people come up with as far as, you know, who's, who, who lives close enough to, to whom and, you know, and that sort of stuff and uh, see what those get togethers look like. But um, I, I, you know, the, 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 the virtual cons have been uh, a source of just so much enjoyment, um, you know, personally for me, I, I think that the, you know, the first Galacticon was just like, it, it felt so necessary. Uh, you know, I, I have to admit, I was a little tired at the end of both of those days. It was you know? a long two days. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but man, it, it was, it was just so uh, wonderful to be able to kind of connect and, and be a part of that. And then each successive one has, has been, you know, just as fun, honestly, you know, even if, even if it's not Galacticon, even if it's not that, that big, you know, kind of uh, uh, con experience in, in that way, each one has been fun. And of course, game night was, was great too so uh, i always look forward to it should be a great time um i didn't know anything about any special guests so so now i'm i'm, I'm interested <laughs> uh it'll be uh it'll, it'll be a lot of fun for sure so don't miss that um so uh you know again we mentioned at, at the top of the show after the cold open it's holiday season and we wanted to have a little fun and for online players in particular there may be some cards that you remember and for newer players you might not know about these. So we are going to run down the holiday cards for COTG online, uh, which uh, was, you know, that was, that was an idea that the tournament master himself had. And, and, and so let's, let's do it. And actually all these cards were my ideas, you know, yeah. to, <laughs> to start with. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, we've had a number of the different cards, you know, if you were an online player from the beginning, you know, right around the, um, you know, December timeframe, you know, there was some different cards that were given out. There's actually some October ones, there's some Halloween themed mm-hmm. ones, uh, but then also around Christmas uh, time, there's some, uh, what is it, Christmas or, you know, some other ones that are, you know, some are definitely Christmas <laughs> themed and then some other ones that are, you know, other kind of, you know, holiday uh, time frame uh, theme there. Uh, but we had them kind of number, a number of them were online exclusives and a couple kind of branched into the beginning years of um, uh, Promoter Prime as well. And we're kind of bonus cards thrown in for December uh, in those years as well. So yeah, we wanted to run them all down there uh, here and then yeah, stick around to the end. We might have uh, some more news on this uh, for game players who maybe don't have them. That's right. Might be a way to get a little stocking stuffer for yourself. (laughs) There we go. Exactly. Uh, So, so the first card that we did uh, was Santa Wolf. So this card uh, was actually a printed card. Uh, You know, Tom was like, Oh, you know, we kind of, you know, this was right around, I think uh, I'd have to say, I think Christmas of 2007, if I'm not mistaken, actually, you know what? I have a couple cards here next to me. Uh, 
Let's see. Does it have a thing? Yeah, 2007. I was right. Nice. Uh, I remember where I was living when it happened. That's why I made it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, it was kind of when I first was starting in with, um, you know, with uh, you know, couple, uh, maybe a year or so into, you know, mailing stuff with Phil Singer Games. And I was like, well, why don't, you know, there's always been the concept of Santa Wolf. I think there's one, you know, somewhat of a drawing early on, but it wasn't, you know, it was, it was an older drawing. It wasn't really flushed out. I was like, well, can we do like a Santa Wolf card and have as a giveaway with the holiday stuff? I just thought it'd be a fun thing to do. And um, yeah, Tom agreed with that. So we had, um, uh, I think it was, it, uh, who did the artwork? I assume it was Daryl Banks at the time did the artwork on this one. Certainly looks like it there. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we, we printed that up and uh, we, um we yeah it was Daryl Banks one and we we gave that out at the time with any orders and then a couple of years later on we did uh, add that into COTG online as the first holiday giveaway um, and uh, it was definitely a lot of fun uh, with a lot of these ones I used the actual card stats itself and the moves and just kind of came up with play on names with some of the moves. <laughs> Yeah, the the savage face claws. Yes, <laughs> lots of puns on this one. Yes. Oh yeah, the the ho ho howling moonsault. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I I love it. I, I think that it's just it's so much fun, and you know, at the end of the day, that's what the game's all about, right? And and to be able to see stuff like this is so cool, and and so many other game companies out there do similar things you know i i know for instance like you know the 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 warhammer uh uh folks you know produce like a special miniature every year and uh and and you know and always has some sort of like holiday theme and whatnot and uh i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna kick it off you gotta start with santa wolf there's no you gotta start with santa wolf. There's, 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 there's no other choice yeah yeah and the cool thing too about these cards, I think, is that, and you know, we'll get into some of this with some of the others, is that is that some of these cards are so perfect to actually use. Like if you are doing that that holiday show, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you're like you're running like a holiday show in your promotion or whatever, it's like use Santa Wolf. You know, it's like why not? <laughs> well, we we had uh, we had Jack Darakis on two weeks ago, and he mentioned, you know, oh, it's time for Santa Wolf to come out. Like he he does he literally does that every year on Chris on Christmas Eve he will run a match with santa wolf yeah uh, every year and yeah this is one thing he always looks forward to and and he does have uh the special rule that on christmas eve santa wolf's disqualification is zero he cannot be disqualified <laughs> on christmas eve um but i did also add in here too the note on the bottom is one to his to his um his uh savage face club one is a roll finisher at that time yes and this one here, th- three to six, Santa Wolf is nice. And that's his finisher. And he rolls a one or two. Santa Wolf is naughty and he has to roll again. So. Yeah. So yeah. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. I think it's I, I think it's great. Uh and and I, you know, it, it it's it's up there, I think, with my favorite of the holiday themed cards. Um <laughs> I mean, it's Wolf. What what, what are you going to expect? Although I will say that the 2008 giveaway uh, is pretty spectacular. (laughs) That, of course, is Mutant Elf. Uh, I mean, anytime you get the artwork with somebody that's got a candy candy cane shoved up their nose... Uh, I, I mean, how can you not get get a laugh out of that? So, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, 
you know, and, 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 and speaking, you know, you're talking about like the moves and stuff. I feel like in some ways mutant elves, like move set, the, the renaming of the moves might be amongst the very best. <laughs> uh, there, there's some fun ones there. Yeah. yeah they had to choke with an object. I think it was one of them. He's choking with a wreath and actually yep. he's got the, the wreath around his head on the artwork too. Yeah. And this is the first one that Warner had done. Uh, and Warner added some things in there. Like he added in the uh, Spike gingerbread man that he's holding nice. on to. Yeah. That was a nice little touch in there. Uh, let's see. But only, let's see. Uh, undetected foreign lead paint toy. There you go. <laughs> the Grinch grinder uh, yeah. is awesome. And then, of course, uh, I, the first two moves are really just like put it over the moon for me. Shove gingerbread man in mouth. An eggnog stomach ache. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So I'm just, I so with all these ones, yeah, I'm usually the one doing all the names. Well, occasionally I'll get you know some feedback from someone I know. I worked a lot with uh, with Chris Oscar on a lot of these ones there, so he had come up with some good uh, names on some of these too. Uh, but yeah, this is always a lot of fun uh, to do that. Um, and yeah, we said we were going to do the second one. We're like, well, we need to do another one. Well, Santa, he needs an elf. What better elf than mutant? I mean, really. Right. Um, and then, of course, every Santa needs their Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and the 2009 <laughs> giveaway gave us the one and only Rotunda Claus, um, <laughs> which the artwork is just spectacular. Uh, she's, you know, she's stolen Santa Wolf's cookies. She's spilt the milk. Santa Wolf is not happy about that. No, he's not happy at all. <laughs> um, but no, another another great another great piece of art. And and again, you know, the stats are just you know the sugar plum power bomb. Um, you know, unsilent night as the finisher. Um, of course, one of my favorites has got to be the moment under the mistletoe. Yep, yep. And then also her. her uh... Her, on Christmas Eve, her distractor rating becomes a ten. Yeah, so that's an extra one, extra bonus for uh, for Santa Wolf there. Even though you know she's out there stealing cookies and milk, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, and then for 2010, uh, we had another great one. It's right up there with Mutant Elf in so many ways, and that of course is Reptilo the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> yes, obviously, uh, you know, big. Uh, you know, Reptilo, big uh, fan favorite, you know, as one of you know, a silly character from the past. So, you know, he, he's he got the red glowing nose and the uh, reindeer <laughs> antler uh, hat that he's wearing. And I was like, is, is it on here? Oh, there was, uh, let's see if I can find it. I, at one point, I did also have a whole rendition of uh rudolph but with reptilo yeah <laughs> there was the whole the whole uh all the lyrics were done uh redone with the with champions of the galaxy stuff but yeah it doesn't look like it's in this one here i have to see it might be somewhere on one of the boards somewhere I'm yeah because i do feel like i've seen that before um but yeah it's 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 not it's not on the uh online um you know i i will say i love how you incorporated four of the reindeer's names uh i i, I wish that uh we could have gotten the other four in there just for yeah you know, i probably should have gotten more in there, sake, but uh <laughs> no 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 it's, well, it's they're, all, they're on level one offense there yeah right 
Because the thing is, is, you know, then you'd have to have chosen to get rid of something and like Reindeer Games, Reptilo Claws Hold, Foggy mm-hmm. Xmas Eve. Uh, you know, there's, again, there, there's so <laughs> much fun and, and just a great little, uh, they were a great giveaway back in the day. And, and earlier when we were you know, talking about the cards uh, before we started recording, there were, oddly enough, there were like two that I didn't have. Um, and, you know, it's worth noting that I think that things kind of changed as time went on. But originally, the way that you had, the way that to get the cards is you had to basically like send a message, you know, saying, Hey, you know, here's, you know, my online account or whatever. And then you, the card would get unlocked for you. So you actually had to kind of do a little work for it. It wasn't just right. an automatic thing. Um, and so I missed out on a couple of them, unfortunately, but, uh, but luckily uh, Reptilo was not one or a mutant elf was not one that I missed out on. So I had those two uh, in my, in my account and, and Yeah. Uh, sad to say, I've never actually used Reptilo in a match. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I've used Reptilo. Use regular match, Reptilo, but yeah, one, yeah, but not not uh, the Red Nose Reindeer. Um, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking that. at this one. I'm looking on the the message board. Unfortunately, I don't see the poem on here. I I could have sworn we had it at one point, but on the on the online, but I guess not. It's unfortunate. Oh, wait, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, there's Uh-oh. a bio here. Let me see. Is, is it in the bio? Maybe. Let me see here. It's possible. No, it's not in the bio either. Oh well, son of a unfortunate. unfortunate. Oh fudge. Um, So our next up. Speaking of unfortunate, no, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Next up is uh, is is Monolith gets in on the game, and he is Hanukkah. Uh, Todd, tell us about this car. <laughs> well, you know, and this is you know, the big, the, 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 you know, the heat of the monolith versus wolf feud, you know, with Santa Wolf there, he needs an adversary, you know, from a different holiday. And I put it, you know, I figured, you know, why can't monolith be Jewish? You know, why yeah, not? Why not? Why not? Now, I'll, I'll admit some of the, some of the move names in here, you know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Some, I had fun some with might it, consider them to be somewhat insensitive. Who knows? M- maybe, know. <laughs> maybe, but uh, you know, it's all it's all in fun, you know, good fun. So yeah, hopefully everyone's okay with that. But I mean, it, it, it's it's a nice you know matchup with it with him and Santa Wolf for sure. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and the thing is too is that it, again, like you said, you mean you're using the, the stats, the the existing stats, and just modifying you know, yeah. move names or whatever. And it's funny because you, for me anyway, looking at Hanukkah, it's just a reminder of how incredibly stacked monolith is because it's like I oh look yeah down, and like i'm used to seeing the monolith card and so now i'm looking down and i'm seeing you know different names and that sort of stuff but it's just sort of like oh my god like that card is just yeah yeah and and, and he can be used throughout the year because i his guy he's got a special rule on all jewish holidays his that's DQ right zero so you know he's he could be used you know throughout many times during the year. He's yeah, Santa Wolf's is, he's going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you know, and the artwork is just is just something else too. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> my goodness. Um, yeah, I, I, I again just 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 great fun, and uh, I think that 2011 was the year of Hanukkah lift. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up for 2012, one of my, I, I, you know, I've said this about a couple of the others. I'm going to sound like a broker for the record, but uh, probably one of my favorites. And 
you know, it, it's because I think it goes beyond the theme for me with this particular card. Um, I, I, there's something about the Jack Frost giveaway from 2012 that I just love. Of course, this is uh, Jack Hood, um, which, to be fair, there may there may be some people listening to this that aren't familiar with Jack Hood. Yeah, um, possibly. You know, yeah. Jack Hood was a it was a special edition card that was given away with the COTG graphic novel, um, and Jack Hood, of course, w- was in. POW, which was the precursor to the GWF. Um, and of course it was, you know, kind of outlaw wrestling. There weren't really any rules. It was brutal. And, you know, early classics does a wonderful job of kind of integrating some of the, the POW wrestlers into the early GWF history, you know, most notably like blood and jammer and, and, um, Oh screw. gosh, solar flare and screw. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you, you know, it's, um, uh, it's a great card and it's lovely to be able to have, uh, you know, this just monster, uh, <laughs> uh, in the game. And, and, and also, you know, it's kind of neat in a way to get away from, you know, the straight like holiday, uh, theme. And this, this card feels a little bit more, you know, winter themed, which I, which yeah. I really enjoy as well. Um, because it, it just kind of breaks that up a little bit, which is cool. Um, and some pretty, you know, some pretty intense artwork, um, to go along with it. Yeah, Chris definitely had a lot more of a hand in this one. Uh, Jack Hood was uh, one of his characters, um, and so yeah, he, you know, he he definitely had a lot big hand in this one. Yeah, we wanted to do some type of Jack Frost, and at one point we were thinking about like Blizzard or someone like that, and then eventually we we're like, wait a minute, Jack, let's just use Jack Hood, you know? It's, you know, so it just made complete sense uh, to do that to include him in there. Um, and yeah, no, great, great extra card in here. Uh, super cool. I, 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 you know, it's funny because I, I'm sure at one point in time, I was aware that, that Chris Oscar created him, but I, but I didn't know that right now. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, yeah, uh, super cool. And, and again, one of, one of my favorites of the, of the giveaways. Um, and then, you know, we didn't get, uh, we didn't get giveaways for a couple of years after that. Um, but once promoter prime dropped, uh, in 2014, uh, we got kind of an updated Santa wolf, um, yeah. which I think the only update is just the art, right? There's nothing else that's, that's yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything really otherwise different in that one. Yeah. Let me take a look. But of course to go along with Santa wolf, we got Santa Lope. Um, and, uh, or, Lope or however, he yeah, however he was, there, yeah. Um, <laughs> And what a, I mean, what a, what a great card. And of course he's tearing into a present and what does he pull out of that box, Todd? He pulls out a blue baby blue wolf t-shirt. Of course. Yes, he does. Oh man. And, um, you know, he of course also gets some great, uh, updated moves, uh, including the wild Grinch dive, um, and the Santa Lope Carol or crusher. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, uh, you can't have uh, one without how, the other. Ho, ho, how the wolf is his finisher. Yeah. So, yeah. And, uh, on Christmas Eve, uh, on rolls of one to two substitute, ho, ho, how the wolf plus three. Ooh. So it, you know, kicks it up a notch on Christmas Eve. Um, and then yeah. I will say also for going back to the Santa wolf, I know you know, I mentioned about how big a fan of, uh, uh, you know, these cards that, that uh, Jack uh, Duracos was, if you notice, there's a couple of Easter eggs in there. You see the, uh, yes, the, uh, the, the stocking that Santa wolf is about to give uh, is for Jack. 
and Jack has left him a a big uh, a warm steak. Yeah, uh, on the mantle in, instead of uh, instead of cookies. It's awesome. <laughs> but you know, so a couple of little Easter eggs in there. You see the the glowing cube with Chaos's name on it in the sack, and um, little little mutant uh, mutant uh, stuffed animal in there as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. Like I, sometimes I see stuff like this, you know, with, with like TWF merchandise, you know, depicted in the art, and I'm just like, we need that. We need a stuffed mutant, you know. We we need to have a cube, you know. It's like it's like we need to have these things and sell them for lots of money. No, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I those little Easter eggs are really really nice. Um, and I don't have the physical card. Uh, actually, I think I might have it, but I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I printed out a couple, and this was an online only. You know, the PDF was there. I think I had printed out some. Uh, I think I have one somewhere, but yeah. Right. Well, I was talking about the original one. Um, oh, the original, the original yeah, black yeah. and white one. Um, yeah. But the, uh, um, so earlier when we were talking about it, I was looking at that artwork, but I'm glad you brought up some of those little Easter eggs because uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, next up for, for 2015 in Promoter Prime, uh, we got Krampus Seed and Krampus Seed is is a whole vibe, man. Like, <laughs> first of all, he's he's looks like he's about to yank the ears off of uh, Baby Toran. Um, it was more like uh, maybe toddler Toran. Yeah, he yeah. Was like maybe about six years old or so. Not quite baby yet. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, but but definitely on his on his Benjamin buttoned way out. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I I, I also love. Um, where he's from which is the lower realms of the alps uh i thought that that was a nice touch <laughs> yeah yes 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 uh and then uh he's got he's got moves like season beatings and naughty list um <laughs> yeah he's uh, i i mean i i love it i love the artwork uh it, it's funny because in some ways even more than the the dark sea artwork like he's just I don't know. Maybe it's the red skin. I don't know what it is, but he's pretty badass, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This was definitely this is another uh a Chris one, uh for sure. Uh you know, th- at this point we we're kind of really like, all right, what other Christmas things could we possibly do? You know, <laughs> they were kind of you know, you're kind of running a little bit low. And then we were like, oh, what about you know Krampus? And obviously, you know, a lot more, you know, the you know, the different uh um you know different tradition in uh in the, i guess the alps there but uh then right. there's also maybe there might have been a, a horror movie that came around around that same time too or at least it was more in the pop mm. culture about you know krampus um so yeah just having that like, oh that's perfect and then you know dark sea just kind of fit in fitting great uh right into that slot yeah yeah, uh, it's, it's it's another great one. And again, you know, all of these are just so much fun. Uh, and speaking of fun, uh, as, as we come to the end of our list here, uh, I absolutely love 2016s, which is the one and only. And this is a little bit different. You know, all the all the rest of these have been like GWF or uh, in, the, you know, in the case of Jack Frost, GWF related. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one is 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 real life. Uh, and that's Ultramanta Santa. Uh yeah. And uh, the artwork is splendid. Um, y- you know the, uh, the the little 
purple gift that he's got with the name tag for Larry on there is pretty great. Um, tell us about this one. Cause obviously I have a feeling you had a, you had a big hand in this one. Oh, I had a big hand in it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, at this point, you know, ultra Mantis black was in the GWF at this That's point. Right. That's right. So like, he was a character from Chikara that was written, that was written into the GWF. Um, you know, this is, you know, a couple of years after the uh, we had the you know Chikara set, that was out there and you know obviously ultra mantis if you follow him at all huge huge christmas fan if you look at his mm-hmm. tattoos i think you even see a lot of his tattoos on the chakara uh yes. intro set card you can see they're all christmas tattoos um so we were thinking about if we're going to do something here like this is the perfect one now this i guess the prototype at that point it wasn't in the three different product lines it was you know just Everybody was in there together, but I think this was a Champions of the Galaxy card, if I'm not mistaken, though. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, so but just it just kind of seemed like, oh, it's a perfect one to do, just you know, incorporating that and incorporating a real life guy who's in Champions of the Galaxy who loves Christmas, and it just all made sense right there. Uh, and then obviously the little, you know, we wanted a little present. Uh, I forget who came up with that. Probably me. Uh, doing the uh, little Larry Sweeney uh, tribute, which I just thought was so appropriate considering, you know, how much Larry Sweeney and uh, Ultramantis were so tied together in Chikara uh, during yeah. their time together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super cool. And, and uh, I, again, I, I love the, I love the artwork. I love the notion that you have all the people um, to kind of, to have uh, to unfortunately at this point, up until now anyway, be the last holiday themed release. Yeah. Um I do but, want to point out a couple of the different moves on his back here that yes. are uh, of, of uh, a particular note. Uh, he hits him with a plate of vegan cookies. That's very <laughs> important. Um, and then I'll also notice there is uh, the Black Friday Lariat. I think that, I forget what the original move was. I think it was with the, what was his regular move? that's escaping me but anyway and then um there's the cosmic doom and this one's the call osmic doom (laughs) he had an sto and said it's the st ho 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 i mean there's just you know chock full of dad jokes in here it's fantastic yeah absolutely uh uh, well i and instead of praying mantis bomb the slaying mantis the slaying mantis bomb yep very important yeah Uh, he had no special uh notes on his bottom the like no no disqualifications and whatnot differences but uh, i don't think he really needs it he's yeah he doesn't he doesn't need these things he's not he's not interested in in these things the black friday layer actually was just a regular Flying Lariat. Oh, it was the Flying Lariat. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So the new name is, you know, I, I might keep that. Um, <laughs> the Neckbreaker is Saint Neckbreaker. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of wonderful things in here. Right. Uh, uh, the Jingle Belly to Belly. <laughs> yep. Jingle Belly to Belly. The Chopping Spree. Uh, oh, that's so great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, also, just makes me want to, you know, build a Fed around Ultramantis in, in general. I, I remember I tried to do that my Jakara fed and and for whatever reason, like even though he was always a, a player to be sure, uh, he just you know he wasn't great at winning matches, um, so I wasn't able to kind of like put him at the top of the the, the top of the heap so to speak as much as I wanted to. 
Just like the regular Ultramantis. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? At least you play true to life. Um, true to life there. Yeah, always a player, but just could never win the big one. And not until, you know, to really, you know, it really, really mattered. Eventually he did. So. Right, right. Oh, boy. Oh, well, here's some breaking news that won't be breaking by the time this podcast comes out. Um, Tom just tweeted out half an hour ago, which is not going to be breaking, breaking, because he'd already you know talked about it and hinted at it uh, on the boards. But uh, he will be writing an update to his 2005 book, The Dark Menace of the Universe. Lots of fun material to cover from then to now. Look for bonus materials, game card, and more to be included. Shooting for release in December of 2022. So holiday uh, holiday goodies to look forward to already for next year. That's, That's great. great. But speaking of holiday goodies, we've just gone down the list here of these holiday, you know, giveaway cards for COTG online. Uh, and that's not all, dear listener. Todd, tell them what they've won. No. <laughs> well, actually, really, I think they have. So, uh, so yeah, we've been coming up with this, the idea for the show here and going through all these cards. Um, you know, we decided to make this available to everybody. So, you know, if you missed some of these ones in the past there, we're going to do a big package of all these guys together, uh, including the promoter prime ones, which are giveaways there, uh, will be in one whole big package and there will be a brand new holiday card oh, yeah. as well. That will be added in there that, uh, uh, just came up today. I think it was, uh, Mike Molesky's brainchild and, uh, we're running with it and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, fun. so, uh, uh, you know, so you'll see some uh, uh, ordering notes on this soon. Uh, the idea is that uh, this will be a new item that's up in the shop. However, we will make a coupon code good uh, for uh, the second half of December here that you'll get it for free. If you use this what? coupon code. Yes. <laughs> Our little gift to everybody there um, you know, for the oh, holiday oh, season. Oh. here. There we go. So yeah, so keep an eye out for that. We'll have a uh, we'll have some uh, information uh, on the the website uh, very shortly on how you can get this whole package. Everybody, the the new card uh, will not be in there right away, but should be added uh, by Christmas Eve. So in case you want to do that, you know, big Christmas Eve tournament with all these guys, uh, this this new edition will be in there, and, and I think yeah, you'll definitely uh, will enjoy it. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I'm really glad because obviously there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of new players over the past, you know, four years uh, that, that might have missed out on, on these cards. And uh, with the exception, obviously, you know, some of those those cards that were included with Prime. Um, so to be able to, you know, to go back and, and get the ones that they missed out on uh, is super cool. And I think opens up the opportunity to do some fun stuff, even in like the early days of the GWF, you know, bringing out Mutant Elf uh you know on, on, on a christmas themed card or you know bringing yep. out reptilo and you know on an early uh gwf card would be a heck of a lot of fun and now that i'm saying that i cannot wait until i actually <laughs> do that uh because because one of these days i'm going to finish my classics fed and and start 2087 all over again and i can't tell you how much i'm looking forward to that i'm really 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 looking forward to that i never played out those early years so i, oh. yeah, I might have to do that myself too yeah yeah I, you know, the, the thing is, is like, I, I, I've thought a couple of times of just, you know, kind of like almost junking my classics and being like, ah, screw it. Let's just go with 2087. It'll be fun to get there, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I put, I put the time and effort in already. You know, I, I've gotten, uh, six years 
Uh, I'm basically halfway there. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I'm halfway there. I just got to get the other half there. So, uh, but anyway, I digress. So we all, you living on a prayer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man. That song. Uh, I saw, uh, there's a, there's this British, uh, pop group called the Hoosiers. Uh, and they're called the Hoosiers because, uh, they actually, two of, of their members, including the lead singer lived in Indianapolis for a time going to the same university that I attended. And, uh, and, and he was in theater as well. And so, uh, Erwin, uh, Erwin Sparks is his name. You can look him up, but, uh, Erwin, um, and I would you know get together and play music every once in a while. He was really nice to me, and I was going through a really rough time when I first started uh, uh, school there and everything. And I ended up actually he was moving back to the UK, and he was leaving you know Indianapolis, and I took over a role for him that that he'd been cast in. Uh, and so you know we pal around a bit, and there was a party at his place, and to this day, the greatest version I have ever seen of living on a prayer is not by the New Jersey native, John Bon Jovi <laughs> is by UK native Irwin Sparks of the band, the Hoosiers. Uh, look them up. They've had a few hits, but anyway, I digress. Um, here we are holiday season. We've gone through our holiday list of names. Let's, uh, let's get to the other part of our main event here, which uh, I thought would be fun. Let's talk about our, our wish list. Let's talk about our, Christmas wish list. Um, you know, initially we, we wanted to kind of talk about obviously Phil Sir games related stuff, but I'm going to open that up to just about anything. Todd, what's on your wish list this year? Uh, let's see. So, um, yeah, I will mention, well, obviously Phil Singer games wish. I mean, I can pretty much get whatever I want. I guess the only thing I will wish for <laughs> is one of the, one of the 500 original sets. That's about the only thing I know I definitely would want to get, but <laughs> bar, barring that, I can't think of anything too much. Uh, but, um, I guess some other things on my wish list, you know, wrestling related, uh, I did, you know, we do a thing in the family, um, you know, something, uh, something to wear, something to read, something you want, something you need. Uh, so as far as the something to read, I did add the John Moxley book Mox to my, uh, to my list there. Um, and I think the elves from Amazon may have, uh, delivered that. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to reading that. I, I heard very good things about that. Um, I did also put on my wish list. I did uh, ask for, I wanted to keep, you know, some surprises there. So I gave a list of a whole bunch of different wrestling figures that I was interested in. Uh, pretty much mostly AEW, but I said, yeah, I opened it up. Like if you find something else out there, that's fun, you know, feel free to get something there. So we'll see. Hopefully they get, uh, get some type of fun wrestling figure to open up. Yeah. And then let's see. And then I always you know, ask for some type of Legos. I have some tremendous Lego sets. I got to be still put together, including uh, the um, uh, Mose Eisley Cantina, which is, which is a tremendous thing. I'm still looking up there. I think it might be put together uh, over this week, over this weekend. We'll see. And wow. I also still have the, um, the razor crust too. I haven't put that together. I've had oh, that nice. for a little while as well. So putting together a couple of those. So I didn't ask for anything too huge there because I already have a couple of huge ones. But one I did ask for that I thought was hilarious uh, was in the um, Avengers Lego series. There is the uh, new Asgard uh, set of uh, Thor and his buddies. 
uh, in their living room, eating pizza, drinking beer, and playing video games, which I just thought was the most hilarious thing that you could possibly make a Lego set out of. So yeah. I, I asked for that too. So that one I think might be on my, uh, you know, under the tree too. Nice. We'll see. We'll see. No, nah, that's very cool. That's very, very cool. I, uh, the, that, that razor crest, I almost picked that up at one point. Um, the only thing, the only thing that I have Lego related is, uh, the, throne room from return of the jedi so the showdown between vader and, and luke and the emperors there uh comes with a couple of uh royal guards as well but uh and then i also have the doctor who tardis that they did with the lego ideas thing uh oh, that's cool. a few years back yeah yeah it's 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 awesome um well, it's funny in target they have a whole display and it's called like it's like legos for adults yeah it's like the whole this whole area of the toy section there specifically called out for that. There's definitely ones that I can think any kid would want to do, but you know, sure, right, right, there's right. The, but there's, there's some great stuff out there uh, that they're doing with Legos now. Um, oh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I have behind me a, the, um, the house from stranger things that my daughter and I put together. Oh, nice. Uh, I have the job of the hut, um, uh, sail barge somewhere wow. at, at, and a couple other things like that. A couple, of, mostly Star Wars is mostly. What yeah. I've done, so. Yeah, that. I mean, I think that that's probably the only thing that I would really, if I was to to get any more, it would definitely be Star Wars related because you know that's that's where I'm at. But my my dream someday is to put together some type of a um, display that is all kind of Tatooine themed. Uh, I have a couple mm. of the little Tatooine sets as well, like uh, you know, the um, uh, the little hover car thing that they're in. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Obi-Wan's house and stuff like that. So I wanted to kind of build a whole Tatooine set of all the different things. I have the Sarlacc pit and stuff like this. I kind of want to do something with that at one point. I think it would be a lot of fun, but That'd it's a matter of, cool. you know, matter of time to do that and sure. uh, and figuring out and I'm not the most handy person in the world. So I have to figure out something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, these days, like a little bit of YouTube, you know, trip to Home it's Depot, amazing. you can do just yep. about anything. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, man. I, I once so refinished a bathroom and never would have thought that that would ever happen in my entire amazing. life. But, you know, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah so it's on your wish list, Sam. It's funny because so so game related. Uh, I'm actually going to save that because because we wanted to do a couple of like fantasy wish items for the for the new year. Um, because I don't I, honestly I don't really have anything game related like on my list because again you know i'm fortunate enough to have most everything you know there are a few things i have a few little gaps here and there or whatever um but uh uh other than just you know those new sets and the ringside companion like i'm so looking forward to it and i i love the fact that the holiday releases can kind of be like that bonus like christmas present to yourself almost you know uh that that's certainly what it's felt like for me but um so certainly looking forward to to adding the Memphis folks to my legends fed, which is kind of the fed that I'm playing the most right now. But, uh, as for other stuff, uh, I have, you know, an, a, a modest wish list. Uh, you know, as I get older, I feel like my wish list gets smaller and smaller in some ways because, uh, you know, if I really want something, I'll just buy it for myself. <laughs> I know. That's the thing me too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I do have a couple of things that I'm really interested in. There's a, a book called dark city, which, uh, was just reissued. It had, it had fallen out of print for a number of years. Um, and it's by an author by the name of Eddie Mueller. And it is kind of the, uh, quintessential book on film noir and uh you know 
with with my background, uh, obviously, you know, very interested in film, and in particular, I you know I love films from like 30s and 40s and 50s, and you know, film noir started you know proper like post World War II, although there are a few kind of like proto noir movies from you know late 30s, early 40s as well. And uh, his book, the the thing that's kind of remarkable about it is is it feels almost like narrative in its structure it's not like a chronology it's not like a, a list it's not a you know it's 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 not like you know here's the greatest film noirs ever and this is why sort of thing it's very much just kind of like um thematic links mostly so he, he you know he kind of really travels like the pathways of like what you know what constitutes a noir what you know uh, um what themes has the, the genre, if you can call it that, because he sometimes argues that maybe it's not a genre, you know, that it's that it's really instead, it's just kind of more of a visual motif. Um, but you know, here are the movies that kind of fit in, in there and whatnot. Um, but he's, he's the foremost critic. I had the pleasure of actually meeting him uh, a couple of years ago um, at the... Um, the music box theater here in town uh, because they were doing a screening of LA confidential and James Elroy was actually there, which was super cool because I got to meet him too. Uh, and uh, yeah, just a cool guy, fascinating guy, super knowledgeable. Um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to, to hopefully getting that. We'll see. Um, and then, uh, you know, there are a couple of other like little odds and ends. Uh, I, I wanted a new mug. I know that sounds so pedestrian, but I have, had this beautiful big big giant mug and it was a Winnie the Pooh mug of all things but I'd had this thing since I was like 19 years old and it was my oh. go-to mug and one day I was filling it up with coffee and I set it on the countertop and I went back and there was like you know this like growing pool of like coffee and I was like oh did I spill and so I picked the mug up and I wiped it down I put it back down again I turned around to do something else I turned back around and it's still and there's like a crack in the bottom of it now and everything uh, just seeps out and I was like broken hearted so one of the things on my list is is a new mug as well uh, I actually you know I have a similar thing actually that, that for uh, the mug there so for my birthday this year my uh, my uh, kids got me a Snorlax mug a Pokemon <laughs> Snorlax. <laughs> that was awesome. my, my favorite Pokemon. And so it was this great big mug and, and it was awesome. And it was, you know, big old cup of coffee with that. And I got to use it a couple of times and then I put it in the, the sink and I don't know what happened. Like the handle got smashed and broke oh, off. Oh no. I was like, oh, that's too bad. So I kind of asked him like, hey, you know, I really, really like that mug. It was like really a great mug. It didn't you know, look like him and whatnot there. And so apparently they ordered it for me again and it came and the handle was broken off when they went no. to open it up. So I'm like, all right, I guess this one is just not meant to be. <laughs> so. That's uh, oh man. I, I do need a good mug too. So maybe, yeah, maybe I maybe I do have something else coming with that. That's that right. Yeah. I, the, I you know it's funny because as I was looking for mugs too, I was like stumbling across like it's like oh I, there are a couple of Star Wars mugs I looked no, at. No, it's like, well, Star like, Wars Who, you know, uh, theme mugs that I looked at and and uh, yeah, I settled on one and, and sent it to my wife. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, and I you know I tend to uh, like what I'll try to do uh, whenever we're kind of like making Christmas lists for for one another is like I'll you know, it'll be like, 
you know, here's, here's a few things, you know, pick one or, or pick something like it kind of thing, you know, cause I like to be surprised too, you know, and, sure, and, sure. and, uh, and generally, you know, if I send her something, it's not necessarily like, you must get me exactly this. It's more just sort of like, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, so, so we'll see, we'll see what she does as far as the mug goes. Um, one, uh, you know, big music guy. And, uh, one thing that I was kind of specific on, and it was just sort of like, this is something I really like, um, is that, uh, LA woman, um, the doors, uh, final album is, is celebrating its 50th anniversary um and they did a 50th anniversary special edition box set of it um with a bunch of like uh, studio tracks and rehearsal tracks and stuff like that and um it's weird because i don't necessarily listen to the doors a lot anymore um I, I, sometimes you know when you like with a band like that it's, it's a limited discography so after you've like combed through it like you know 20 times or whatever you, you move on to something else uh but that said that's always been one of my favorite records of theirs and and the opportunity to kind of hear some of that uh stuff is 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 cool and it's it's funny because uh, i have a subscription to the streaming service uh, title and it's on title but i have purposely not listen to it I'm like, I'm like if i get it for christmas i want that to be the first time i hear it not you know not like hear it early just because i've got the streaming service so uh so that'd be pretty cool and uh uh and that's you know that's that's about it i'm i'm, I'm mostly a simple man when it comes simple to these guy. things yeah. you know yeah uh, i'm sure there'll be some surprises um you know her her uh, her mom always asks like you know what is what does sam want and i'm always just like i don't know just tell her to get me like a gift card or something i'll buy some <laughs> <laughs> buy some kindle books or something who knows uh but uh but she never does uh so so i'm sure there'll be something interesting there's usually some hot sauce hot sauce is something i almost always get from from my in-laws okay. um but it's like gourmet hot sauce that they've picked up somewhere on their travels so you know like one year i got like these special hot sauces from like arizona and you know another year i got and it's funny because like some of these shops that they go to it's literally like breweries that have like their special edition releases of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they have these special edition releases releases of hot sauces and one year i got this hot sauce that was like had like the wax seal on it it was like hand numbered on the bottle it was signed by like you know whoever made it everything i'm just sort of like i don't know whether to like put this on a shelf or eat with it or not <laughs> <laughs> but i did eat with it and it was very good, That's good. Uh, That's good. so uh so kind of in closing um you know i'm curious going forward for phil singer game stuff uh I'll, I'll go ahead and go first because I know like the number one thing on my wish list for, for Phil Singer games uh, next year um, other than obviously a, a profitable, enjoyable, fantastic, amazing year that brings about great kick-ass releases. Uh, I would love to see a color edition of early classics. That's like kind of my number one. Mm-hmm. I want, I want a color update uh edition of early classics i just think that that would be so cool to 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 bring it back um and to bring it back in in color and then to supplement it obviously with the you know with the classic sets uh in color as well you know kind of reimagined just like the early years uh sets have been done thus far i just think that that would be so cool to see and um you know i don't know obviously if 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 that's even remotely in the cards but that i think that that's kind of my number one 
uh, want for for twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever fits in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that that's something that I would really, really love to see, and I don't think that I am alone. Um, no, I, don't th- I definitely yeah. don't think you're alone on that. I that's definitely something I have been championing for a number of years. Yeah. Now is to do that. Um, and, you know, it hasn't fit in for a number of different reasons, but, you know, now that we're going back and doing all the reimagined sets and whatnot, it definitely, you know, seems to make sense. That might be something that we, you know, come back yeah, again. I don't know if it's going to be next year, um, uh, but it might be um, and hopefully some year in the future there I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that's the case yeah because i think i think that's a part of history you know i, I know there's some people will be very upset by that be like but i already played those years out i don't want to yeah. well, <laughs> or, know, or the people that are going to say but i already paid 300 dollars for the <laughs> yes sure right. <laughs> i would say that 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 black or the black well, and white exactly. version is still going to be very you know still, still collectible collectors item. these collectors item exactly yeah. exactly so uh, yeah i'm sure at one point we'll, we're going to get to that uh but yeah uh, we'll we'll see uh, I'll put for my uh, wish. Now, obviously, a lot of my wishes are, you know, I can probably you get the inside some dirt. of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least on the champion side, I guess. But um, I guess, yeah, my big wish is to, that we have a really big turnout for Galacticon this year. Totally. You know, starting to you know, kind of have some uh, ideas of um, what's going to be going on that weekend. I mean, there's like so much going yeah. on in town that weekend. Um uh, you know, we did already announce what the weekend is. We'll have more details exactly what the plans are there. Uh, there is a big wrestling show in the city that week we know of. Yep. Um, the Mets are in town to play the Cubs for a four game series, which I am thrilled about. That's <laughs> so cool. Uh, and even like one of my favorite musicians of all time, Weird Al Yankovic, is going to be in town doing some concerts too. So, no matter what you're into, I mean, different things. I, yeah. know, I know Dave Little, I remember a couple of years ago, he. So Weird Al on his way out to Galacticon, uh, or at least you know, the, the weekend before or something like that. So yeah, there's, there's a couple different options for people to do on, on top of, you know, so many great sightseeing and stuff like that. And then obviously we have the uh, Hall of Fame weekend the next weekend. So I'm yeah. hoping that we see a lot of people out there for that. Some people sticking around for the week, you know, if they're able to swing that. I know not everybody's able to do that, but I know quite a number of people that said they are going to try you know, do the week, make a whole little vacation about it. You know, they either do some sightseeing in Chicago or, or other areas around there and whatnot. I haven't decided exactly what I'm doing yet in between, but that's my plan is to be out there for both weekends. There, I mean, yeah, there's, there's obviously there's plenty to do. Even if you just decided to like camp out in Chicago, I mean, there's plenty to do in, in Chicago. Um, and then of course, you, you know, we pop up to Milwaukee, you know, there's fun stuff to do in Milwaukee, including to crush a, uh, see the statue. See, you know, my, my, the two, the two cities I'm most interested in probably in the areas is either go down to St. Louis, which I think is about four, four and a half hours yeah. south, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I have a really good friend from college that, that lives there that I would uh, you know love to see him. And the other area is uh, Minneapolis. I've never been up mm. there. There's a number of different things I want to see up there. No, again, long trips, but I'm like, hey, you know, I'm in the Midwest, you know, right. you know, take advantage of it. We have a couple of days, you know, to do that. So I don't know. I will see. We'll see what happens there. But, you know, I really, you know, I'm, I'm planning for something pretty big. I, you know, I, when we were set to do it in 2020, I kind of set it for a certain size. But I think based on what we're doing with all the, you know, 
uh, all the virtual cons. And I think everybody that's going to come on board is like, you know, really enjoyed that. It's like, man, I really need to go see it one in person. Yeah. And I think this, I'm thinking this is going to be a big one and we're going to have a bunch of activities. It's going to make it worthwhile to come in for the whole weekend. That, that, that's my hope. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the I think the, the wrestling show in particular, there's, there's, there's a hope that we'll be able to do something, you know, other than just like go to it, that maybe, maybe we'll be able to do something kind of in conjunction. Hopefully. Um, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll and see. I'm waiting to see, maybe there's a, you know, there's maybe another wrestling show too. Uh, yeah. We're going to see what Oaks is going on. I mean, it, you know, there might be, you know, it might be a big weekend in Chicago there. Yeah. So yeah, we'll try to get as many uh, opportunities for people to do stuff uh, as possible. Uh, but again, we'll have some more details exactly what that is probably in the new year, maybe, might be all announced at the perennial even as well, or maybe before that, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, one thing that I'll add to uh, is that y- you won't, you won't want for much, you know, and that, that is one of the beautiful things about this city. Like, uh, you know, obviously all the pizza you can eat, uh, all the, all the, all the booze you can drink if you want to, if, if, if that's the route you want to take Uh great. I, I heard I got to try this molar. You know, oh, my lord, <laughs> dude, it tastes like your grandmother's shoe. Uh, <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> but uh, um, I, 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 I actually, I once did a, a shot of Malort with Shotzi Blackheart. Um, so you know, yeah, doing a shot with Shotzi. That's that, oh, that yeah. be better than that. Um, no, eh, there's so much to do. And, you know, if you're, if you're looking for, you know, music, if you're looking for, uh, the theater, you know, whatever you're looking for, there's a ton of stuff to do. And of course, I'm happy to answer any questions I can, um, you know, about, about local stuff. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, once you're here, uh, you know, have realistic expectations as far as like about travel times, because it is, it can get pretty intense, especially depending on the time of day. So right. it's, you know, I remember during all out or all in, excuse me, I remember during all in, um, you know, we just kind of camped out at the hotel and didn't really go many places, but there were so many people that were not from Chicago that, you know, would say like, Oh yeah, we're going to go do this real quick. And I would just be like, no, you're not like, you're going to be in the car <laughs> for 45 minutes. You know, you're going to be there for 15 minutes and then you're going to be in the car for another 45 minutes you know you think it's you think it's just right down the road but the truth of the matter is is like with traffic and everything it's going to take you a lot longer um but uh but that said i mean there's 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 so much to do and 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 it'll be a heck of a fun time uh and and of course that's not to mention galacticon because that's going to be awesome as well so exactly yeah exactly so yeah um, that's so yeah really is yeah that's my big wish i hope we get to see a lot of people there uh, in person i think number of the people that we haven't seen in uh in a couple of years and a whole bunch of new faces too. I mean, there's some yeah. people who said that they want to do that and being out in the Midwest for the first time, I, I think it's, I think we're going to have, uh, you know, probably one of the bigger in-person gatherings for uh, Galacticon since, you know, since probably, you know, the early years there. It's exciting. I mean, it's really, really exciting. I, I, I know, you know, there, there between the Facebook group and, and some of the people on the boards, it seems like there have been a number of new players and a number of returning players, you know, people that haven't played the game in yeah. 10, 20 years or whatever, um, which is always super encouraging to see. And then of course we've got our, you know, our stalwarts, our folks that have been around for forever and continue to just be amazing supporters and integral members of the community. And so important to just the fabric of the, the game, uh, universe, because you know, without them, sometimes, you know, there, wouldn't be people to to kind of show other people the way or point them in the right direction, nudge them and that sort of stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is which is great. Um, 
So yeah, there you have it. That's that. I don't think there's anything left under the tree. There's no Red Rider BB gun over in the corner on this episode. I yeah. think, I think, I think we've exhausted uh, ourselves and our options. Um, we've more than made up for the fact that Mike decided to ditch us the Grinch. And uh, oh, that's okay. <laughs> no, I he's don't. dealing with the, 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 the who's down in Whoville. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, no, we 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 love Mike, and uh, and anytime he's here, it's it's awesome. And completely understand, you know, why why he wasn't able to join us tonight. Yeah. So, but yeah, he is planning to be here next uh, week, which we will have our special yeah. guest as well. Uh, Mr. Rob Bobian will be back uh, next week um, and uh, we'll be talking about the new FTR set. Hopefully by that point, everyone will get a chance uh, to read it and uh, and hopefully uh, the, the number of people also get to take a look at the cards too. Yeah. It's um, really good guys. It's like really seriously, good, it's yeah. really good. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great, it's a great story and uh, the cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to, to kicking that off, kicking off, um, you know, the next, um, you know, season of that for, you know, playing that out myself. Now that we kind of have everything set. I mean, it, the way it's all set up, I mean, you could legitimately start, you know, your, your fed have a, you know, it's again, 24 wrestlers. You can't have a better right. number than that to start off your uh, promotion with. It's all you need. Uh, you know, it's worth noting just a, a quick show note um, that obviously we will have an episode next week. Uh, that will be the FTR episode. We will not have an episode the following week. So, right. uh, I mean, we will, excuse me, we will, but it won't be new content. Um, that will probably be when I drop the remaining uh, uh, Mark James uh, interview, um, talking about the rest of the cards. The reason why we didn't do that is because I realized in the rest of our conversation, we kind of were a little free flowing and I thought I'd rather just drop the whole thing as opposed to try to chop it up and, and insert, you know, with each new announcement. Um, plus we talked about the names that won't be announced. So I just figured this would be a good way to just kind of get it all out there as opposed to trying to chop it up and, and insert it into um, prior episodes. So that's why you haven't heard from Mark recently, but uh, you'll hear from him kind of that week between Christmas. Um, and then we'll be back after the new year with, with, you know, new stuff. Yep, exactly. And then as far as the perennial uh, expect uh, tickets for that and many more announcements for that to, to happen right after the, the start of the new year. Um, and then, but again, uh, make sure to block off some time Saturday, January 29th for that. Yeah. So uh, on that note, I sincerely hope by the next time everyone is hearing our voices that the vast majority of you have your cards in hand or online. Uh, you know, we didn't mention that earlier. We probably should throw that out there. Online will probably go up, what, that Monday? Um, I think so. I yeah. think so. So, so yeah. Maybe so before that. Yeah. So, hey man, I'm all for that. Uh, so, so yeah, everybody will hopefully have uh, their, their stuff in hand. Uh, certainly it'll be on its way to you the next time you, you hear our voices in your ears. Um, but I, I hope everyone's just having an awesome holiday season. I hope everyone is, is able to enjoy it. Uh, I hope there's no Scrooges or Grinches out there. Actually, that's not true because at the end of the day, those stories turned out perfectly well for both of those yeah. individuals. So if you're yeah, a Grinch exactly. right now or a Scrooge right now, don't worry about it because there's light at the end of the tunnel uh, right. and take care of yourselves and one another in the meantime. And we will be back next week to talk FTR screw job with Rob, Mike, and of course my co-host Todd. Todd, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Sam. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs>